date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Another Monday morning in January. Here we are. We're going to talk about a really fun topic. Are you the buyer or the seller in dating? And Sharon, Sharon's going to take this one today. And when I came in this morning, she she told me that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such a great title. <laughs> Don't you think? Can't wait to hear. Let's go. So, you know, I love to speak an analogy. Yes. But this is really, it's partly analogy and partly not. <laughs> because over the years, I've had so many men try to sell themselves to me. Mm. Yes. Whether it comes from insecurities, whether it comes from low self-esteem, um, this sales pitch that they give all the time, and we're going to get into it, is, um, well, it's hard to take number one. <laughs> well, it's it sucks the energy out of you when you when you've got someone selling to you, selling to you, selling yes. to you the whole time. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's because they don't think I'm going to buy them. Right. And so they have to give me as much information as they can. And don't think for a second women haven't done this because <laughs> mm. women do this, too. Yep. But let's talk about if you are the buyer, which is a good thing, or the seller, which is more of a negative thing. You don't want to be the seller. So as I'm going through the seller, if you identify with any of these things, pay close attention to the buyer because we want to be a buyer. Yeah. And I will tell you exactly what that means. Yeah, I'm excited. So the seller is trying to convince you of their worth. So they're trying to sell themselves. And I like to compare this to a used car salesman in a minute. So there's a lot of boasting usually, mm -hmm. which doesn't necessarily mean they're arrogant because there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. It doesn't necessarily mean they're arrogant. It just means that they're very eager for you to know all the good stuff they have, right? Um, so phrases I thought of that I've heard over the years, um, very common ones. They're all common. It's like, if you're going to be boastful, boast about something original. <laughs> right, all the same things. Yeah. Um, people, <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> yeah. People tell me I look young for my age. And I always think, do they tell you that after you tell them? That you look young for your age, or after you ask them, don't I look young for my age? Uh, right, that one. You know, yeah. And so, or I'm extremely active for a person of my age. Most people my age can't do what I do. Oh, okay. Um, or there's the kind where they just tell you all the things they do rather than just saying most people can't, but it's like, oh, I'm, I'm. I go hiking all the time. I have boats. I do, you know, right. all of that. Right. More often than that, they'll say something like, um, I'm extremely athletic. They won't say, oh, I play volleyball and pickleball and I love hiking and snow skiing. They wouldn't say that to have you have a moment of discovery with them. Mm. They would be more likely to say, I'm extremely athletic. That kind of brings to mind, like... N not giving you an opportunity to get curious about yes. them. And, and that part is the fun part of relationship. The discovery part right. is really of the fun part of getting to know someone. So when people are barfing out this information, it's like, oh, okay. 
Um, like you don't get you don't get an opportunity no. to discover that on your own. They no. just tell you, and that's kind of that kind of that's a little selfish. Well, actually. and it does take away the fun, the part of the fun of the discovery. Yeah. So yeah, um, another one I've heard a lot is um, I've been in therapy, so I'm healthy now. <laughs> So I knew that one would make Peggy laugh <laughs> because like, uh, let's just take aside the fact that, that we're all a work in progress. Right. You know, that no, no nobody's there. Nobody's right. The Heavenly Father's going to take us home if we're there. You right. know, if we reach, you know, or my therapist says I'm healthy. It's like, oh, I'm sure they did. Um, but I've actually heard that one from several different men. Um, I'm the only one out there with emotional intelligence. I've, t- I've talked to other men, and I'm the only one out there with any kind of emotional intelligence. It's like, which is why you're telling me about it, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, my least favorite is the worthy priesthood holder, when they're bragging and boasting about, about how their, worthy they are. Yes, and their priesthood power and things like that. That should never, that should never be expressed. Um, another one is, I know how to treat women right. That's interesting. That would be, uh, that would perk my ears up and I would go, oh, really? It's like, yeah, because they're saying it so often, you know, there's in Shakespeare, I think it's, uh, methinks thou dost protest too much. Right. Right. You're saying too much of what you are. That's, that's pride. Or, and it could be insecurity with that too. And and a lot of times these are insecurity based. Right. You know, you can't see my worth, so I'm going to give it to you. Right. right? But, but that, that comment would really perk my ears up and I'd be, oh, let me see if that's actually true. And then I would start going, huh, I wonder why they had to point that one up. Right. Or another one. Yeah. Or, um, someone who brags about how many dates they're having. Oh, I'm dating so many women right now. Okay. Well, date them then. <laughs> it's like, bye. I don't think I'm interested. Um, and I've actually had two men tell me that they're the unicorn. They're the only one of their kind out there. Oh, my gosh. Because they're so with it and so awesome and amazing that they are, in fact, the unicorn. Okay. Wow. Yes. So this is really obnoxious. Whether you're a man doing it or a woman doing it. Um, and then we're moving on, trying to uh, impress you with their talents or possessions. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in a way that's seeking validation, that's, you know, volunteering information that probably you didn't ask for. Um, you know, I'm, I'm an excellent cook, women. Um, I speak several languages. Mm. You know, um, or I drive a BMW or I own a boat. Do you like, do you like boating? I own a boat. Um, do you like nice cars? I drive a BMW. Um, or I make good money. Mm. So going, you know, taking it kind of a step further and it's like, oh, this is how talented and or this is what I possess to further sell instead of, um, you know, someone asking, oh, are you musical? And, oh, yeah, you know, I play a little piano, and I really got into the trumpet in high school. You know, volunteering this information because they're seeking validation. It's a one-way conversation, though. Yes. And it's very draining. Yes. This is, Peggy said this at the beginning, it's the person that just talks about themselves for 
ever and doesn't ask anything about right. you. Right. It's like, a, you know, if, if I'm talking to a guy and it's tw- 20 minutes of him telling me all these things he loves to do and all this stuff that, you know, about him and everything, my brain has shut off yeah. at that point. And I'm like, there's no curiosity about me. There's no questions for me. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, everybody wants to be seen and heard. But this is like going over the top and to the extreme. And I have to qualify because I didn't ask him for that information, right? It's different if I've asked him a question, but then if he goes on and 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 never takes a breath, I mean, that says something. Right. It's, it's, he's, they would be selling themselves because women do this too. We just haven't dated any women. I think we've mentioned that yeah, before. We've mentioned that before. <laughs> I mean, I've had girlfriends that have kind of done that, or I've watched them do that with men. It's like, oh, nope, stop. Stop right there. <laughs> like, you're good. You know, have a conversation about one subject. Don't just spit out several subjects, you know? Right. You know, and, and see what you have in common. We're going to talk about the, the buyer. So this is still the seller. Okay. The seller is forcing compatibility. This is maybe altering their behavior or their lifestyle to fit somebody's ideal person. Somebody's talked about what they're looking for, maybe on their online profile. And so they've changed everything about them. I dated this guy that was a little alternative. And I remember going and buying these really funky shorts and all of his shoes were Converse. So I went out and I bought a pair of black Converse shoes, (laughs) not cute ones. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> they were just the black generic converse and they were really heavy and uncomfortable and I didn't like them. But, but you did this for him. Yeah. And it was like, what do you think? Kind of thing. You know, that that was before the transformation. Yes. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, I've done this. Anyways, so you don't want to alter your lifestyle and you don't want to alter your behavior and you don't want to alter your values or your beliefs. Yes. Yes. And this is because when it come, if you get into a relationship with this person, and end up getting married to this person, it's going to be a disaster. Yes. Because you have not been authentic. Yes. And authenticity is the foundation for connection. Yeah. So, and it won't work. Nope. It won't work long term. Um, moving on, being too agreeable, like liking all their likes and disliking all their dislikes. That's, that's that wears on you. It does. That so wears on Honesty and authenticity, mm-hmm. again, is where it's at. Well, and it kind of shows if a person doesn't know who they are, this yeah. kind of goes back to emotional intelligence. Yeah. You know, I don't want somebody who agrees with me all the time, personally, and you don't either. It's oh, like, I don't either. It wears go, on me. Yes, go ahead and challenge me. Well, well, challenge the thing me. is that you don't know who they are. Right. You don't know who they are. And it's like, what's coming at me? Because you can tell that it's not authentic. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. It's hard. Yeah. So for all the people out there that are doing this, notice... Yeah. Take note. Yeah. It's not better. It doesn't make you more attractive. It doesn't make you more attractive and it it doesn't promote a healthy relationship. No. No. Um one guy actually told me in his selling himself that I liked the same things he did. And <laughs> and he said it this way, I know. <laughs> He's like, "You like hockey, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" He goes, "You like hockey, right? You like watching hockey. You'd watch hockey with me." And I'm like, oh, I've never watched hockey. Oh, no, you're going to love hockey. You'll like hockey. (laughs) Oh, and he's like, you like basketball, right? That's that's putting words in your mouth. So he was trying to make me compatible with him. Right. You know, but he was a big seller. 
He had the best car. He had the best kids. He'd been divorced three times. He had the best track record. Is that what he was trying to say? (laughs) No, I was just kidding. I I was putting that in there. No, he lived in his parents' basement and he had been divorced three times and was trying to sell me on everything else, you know? And so it was, I mean, it was very obvious. All right. Then we have the desperate seller. The desperate seller, like if you're selling your house and you just take the first offer that comes along because you're just afraid not another one is going to come. Mm. So that's somebody who will just date anybody, whether they fit or not. It's like they'll just date somebody to date, you know, oh, somebody else might not come along, you know, and it's kind of like settling. Absolutely. But it's like, it's like a, 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 you know, it's a desperate move Um, or somebody who maybe walks on eggshells not to disrupt things. Mm. You know, that was a sign of desperation. It's also a sign of trauma, probably. Yeah. Past trauma. There's a reason that, that you're doing that. That can, you need to get some help for that if that's you. Right. Right. Well, and that's a kind of another way to kind of be agreeable. Um, they go with their feelings, not the facts. They don't ask the hard questions. They, they don't want to cause the waves. Mm-hmm. And so they just go with, like, love is enough. It just makes me think, did you watch The Golden Bachelor? I didn't. I've seen little bits of oh, it. Oh, okay. So anybody out there that's Golden Bachelor fans, he was down to two women. He was down to um, Leslie and Teresa. And it's like down to the wire. And he said to um, Leslie, he said, you know, you've never asked me the hard questions. And she turned it into a sex joke. What's your favorite sexual position? It wasn't any of the hard questions, you know, how do you feel about money? Or maybe how do you feel about sex? Or, you know, the hard conversations that we're supposed to have, none of that happened, you know? And he picked the other lady mm-hmm. because the other lady was super smart. But I could just see this, um, Leslie had been married twice before, and it was like she had this love conquers all kind of hippie attitude and didn't even really understand what the hard questions were. Hmm. She kind of glossed over that. She did. It's like, oh, I just am in love with him. And that's going to conquer all. Yeah, and that's going to conquer all. And that's, yes. Um, Last one on the desperate seller, being too available. Mm. Oh, Friday night. Well, I had plans, but I'm going to break them. I'm going to break them. If we're going to go out, I'm going to break them. Or somebody that calls you last minute. And like, hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had other plans, but I'll change them. Yes. Yes. So we never want to be available you want to be living a life that you love and have plans and things going on and not just waiting around for someone to come and buy you right right (laughs) um the deception the deceptive or the manipulative seller um somebody maybe who stretches the truth or lies about um their accomplishments or status Hmm. um i remember one guy online kept um doing live videos on facebook from his Tesla. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm in my Tesla. I'm in my Tesla today. And it was like, oh, okay. So you don't think there's enough cool things about you that you have to tell everybody you're in your Tesla today. <laughs> or I've seen people talk on and on about, you know, obviously they've got a big house. They've yeah. got a lot of money. Yeah. They do a lot of traveling. And that's a way to be very boastful right. and to be a, a, a seller as well. Right. It's, and, and you can often, I, at least I can, I can often sense that 
that pride in them, that, Uh that elevation of themselves. Yes. Hey girls or guys. Yes. This is, look look at at me. Look at what I got. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm friends with a guy on Facebook and he said, look at the mountain lodge I'm at. And I was like, oh, that's so pretty. Where would that be? And I don't know how, but I found the mountain lodge. I think I looked it up and the pictures that he had posted were the brochure pictures online. Like he had taken all the pictures online and said, I'm at this mountain lodge. Look how beautiful it is. Rather than taking his own pictures. Uh, rather, well, and maybe he wasn't even maybe there. Maybe he wasn't even you there. Know. So, yeah. So oh, we have to watch. Yeah. We have to watch the deception and the lies. Um, maybe somebody's manipulative, like you're never going to find anyone else there, else there like me. Anyone else out there like me. Hmm. You know, the manipulation, the kind of, you know, people who aren't secure with themselves might buy it. Or there's the pleasers that if they get a little aggressive with something like that, they might be like, no, 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 I do want you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, somebody who's insecure themselves would be sold on that. Um, Or they don't take rejection well. You wouldn't know somebody good if they slapped you in the face. Right. You know, or um, no one would ever treat you better than I would. You know, statements like this are manipulative. They're I've mean. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, I've had a spiritual confirmation. That's manipulative. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, did Heavenly Father speak for me? Right. <laughs> you know, I don't think he does that. I don't think right. he can speak for me. You know, um, the other thing. Go ahead. Um, is that um, is that people can use, and I know this may not be totally on topic, but it's right up the alley of someone selling themselves is someone who sells themselves spiritually, yes. who sells themselves. Um, but they also, I mean, I've, I've had it happen where I have set a boundary with someone about talking about spiritual things and they broke that boundary and, 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 and just sucked, sucked the spirit out of the room and sucked the air yes. out of the room. And it was just, it was it was not fun. So, yes, that- th- yes. Thank you for bringing that up because a seller will number one break your boundaries. You know, they're they're not caring about their boundaries. They're caring about what they have to offer I- inside them, <laughs> or, or what they have to tell you that they're offering because they're right. not quite sure themselves. But yeah, boundaries are so important. They're so important. And you know what? Let's not mess with Heavenly Father. Let's not speak for Him. Let's not abuse His priesthood. Right. You know, or, or his truths. We just need to really be aware of that. Um, I had a guy actually tell me that when I broke up with him, I see things in you that you don't even know. And now I'm not going to tell you. Oh. And I went, I'm good. <laughs> like, that's fine. I don't need your information about me. So this is the seller. This is the seller. The selling yourself this way is unhealthy. And like we said before, maybe you are athletic, but maybe you would put online that you do like volleyball or pickleball and that you hike and you ski and let somebody discover that for themselves, right? Because a buyer, a buyer, we're going to call the buyer the healthy person because you're a buyer. You are not looking for a seller. The buyer is never looking for a seller. Okay. The seller is a 
put off. <laughs> yes, unattractive. <laughs> unattractive to the buyer. The buyer is browsing for someone that they are compatible with. They are looking for a good fit. Okay? They have a lot of confidence, meaning they know what they're looking for. And they will recognize when they find it. Um, they know that they can never make someone love them. That all they can do is become someone that can be fully loved. Mm. And they're not going to say they're a healthy person. They're just going to be constantly working on bettering themselves, right? Um, they know that if someone isn't clear with their attentions, that they're not going to doubt themselves, that they're going to doubt the other person. Um, they're grounded and centered, and they're not looking for validations from others. You know, you're not going to have them say, what do you think about that? Or what do you think, you know, about how cool this is or whatever. Right. And we're talking about, we're talking about like initially when you get to know someone, right? So some of these things yes. will happen in a conversation once you get to know someone and you're actually in a conversation with them, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I've had conversations where, where I'll say, you know, but not with a guy I'm dating actually. So, so this is maybe a moot point, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty healthy. You know, I've, you know, I've done a lot of my healing work, you know? So. Yeah. Well, and then that's the thing. It's like, once again, the self-discovery, it's like, you know, I've done a lot of healing work. You know, my divorce was hard. The death of my spouse was hard. I made a lot of bad choices, but I'm in a different place now. Right. You know, and so that's go, a conversation, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, she's healthy. I would rather somebody else go, oh, you sound like you're really healthy than me having to say, you know what? I feel like I'm really healthy. Mm -hmm. Even if I could say that in a non-sales pitch way. Right. Um, I would rather somebody else tell me that, you know, oh, you sound like you're really yeah. in a, in a healthy place. And so this is the buyer. This is the confident buyer, the confident, well put together <laughs> buyer, right? Um, their actions speak for them. They don't have to. We just talked about that. Right. It's just, you know, it's just nice to go, oh, wow. You know, you're really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, or you're a great dancer or whatever. It's like, because they've shown Right. They've shown me, you know. You are being your the whole self. You're being yeah. who you are. You're just out there being who you are and people can see it. And then it creates interest in conversation yes. and all of that. Yes. Um, they have healthy boundaries and can express them. This is emotional intelligence. Um, okay the buyer, they know the value of time. So they're going to take their time to make a good choice. They're not going to rush into a split second decision. There's no impulse buying. Right. Um, and they're not going to waste their time with a bad fit. And that's a hard one is discovering someone's not a good fit for you. Um, especially when you're really, really, really attracted to them. It's true. That is so hard. Yeah. That's so hard when you, I mean, I've had that before when I'm like, I'm super attracted. I think there's so many things I have common with in common with this guy. And uh, there's this issue over here that is so glaring. And I'm like, ah, oh. yes. And you have to make the hard decision, which is like, go do your work. You know, maybe yeah. later, maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. later, you but know, not right yeah. now. So, yeah. So we don't want to waste our time with a bad fit, you know. If, if, if you're doubting that, go listen to Love Chemicals. We don't want to get more attached than is necessary. No. You know, when it's very obvious that they're not going to be a good fit. Okay. 
Um, the buyer has good communication skills. Maybe good negotiating skills. <laughs> <laughs> but they can communicate their wants and needs. You know, it's like if you can't see their wants and needs and you have a good communicator, that's, you know, that's half the battle, right? Right. <laughs> um, right. You know, or maybe there's just a couple things that need tweaking and they can communicate that to you and just say, you know, I really, you know, maybe this is my love language and, oh, you know, like, right. and so you can do better or whatever. Um, they can communicate with kindness and respect. Yes. That's important. It's really important. So that's a good skill to have. Right. And that, especially if we bump up against something that's uncomfortable, which we've talked about many times on the podcast, be able to speak kindly and clearly with clarity. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yep. It's a huge deal. Yep. And they can ask the hard questions and they're not afraid of the hard questions. They're, they're good at inquiring. You know, you wouldn't go buy a car without asking all the questions, right? Right. Well, kind of like I did. I'm like, I like the color. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we but, do that in dating, though? I like the look. I like yeah, the idea. but then I was like, there were some things I definitely had to have, you know? And it's like, okay, because I know what's convenient in a car. <laughs> right. And I know what is a luxury item and what is necessary. And anyways, you know, and I've, I've used this before that, you know, we go into relationships kind of blindly, and sometimes a little desperately, but like when we buy a home, we get an inspector. And when right. we buy a car, we ask all the questions, right? And we, you know, how many times have you watched men look under the hood and they probably didn't even know what they were looking at, you know, <laughs> but pop that hood for me and they're kicking tires. So we need to make sure that we're doing that in relationships, that we're getting all the information that we can. Yes, that we're gathering that information and being really honest with ourselves, right? Yeah. yeah, that's a good buyer. That is a good buyer. So we want to be the healthy buyer, not the seller. So hopefully, yes, sellers are unattractive, just to reiterate yep. that. Not fun. Time, energy, time suck. Not fun. No. Buyers are fun to be around. Yeah. Buyers are, they're, it's open. It's a communication. There's more connection, authenticity. It's Yep. It's so great. I, I called a guy friend last night and I said, okay, this is the podcast tomorrow. And I said, tell me some experiences you've had with women, you know, that have tried to sell themselves. And as I'm saying this, it made me realize he dates buyers. He's got a good, he's got a good sense of what he needs and what he wants. Yes. And, and who he, he is. Yes. And super important. He won't ask someone out until they, until he chats with them, number one, and he, until he gets a sense of who they are. And all the sellers don't make it to the first date. And I thought, wow, you know, we need mm -hmm. to be more like that. You know, have more discretion, you know? Yeah. Have more discretion. That's a great way to put it. You know? Yeah. Cause I, just as it was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, he dates buyers. Mm -hmm. And we talked about some of the buyers that he's dated. And it's like, wow, that is just an amazing thing. So, um, you know, do your homework. Be a good buyer. You're not a good buyer unless you're doing your homework. That's right. right? Great. This has been awesome. So think about it. Are you a buyer or a seller in dating? Yep. Hopefully you're more of a buyer. Hopefully you're more of a buyer. 
Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and click the button to follow us. You can reach either Sharon or I at datetoyourpotential.com. We work with people who are single or married. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.